power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in church this morning? I'm also happy to be in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I had to schedule some back-to-back external ministrations. Uh, if I say I'll take all the external ministration invitations I have, you only have me for like three weeks in a year. <laughs> yeah, but this is my baby now you know this is my baby now so we have to nurture it hallelujah all right this morning i'm going to give you a brief word um, but i believe it will be a blessing to you the subject i'm going to speak on um i'll need more than one service to exhaust it so we'll do it small 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 They've been trying to thought, 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 thought. <laughs> hey, the thought is making you uncomfortable. It's a thought of orange juice. <laughs> Why are you people thinking far like that? Hallelujah. Or you want me to be more uh, scientific? Uh, Alicot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, look at somebody and tell the person, I love you. Some of you, it's hard for you to utter those words. Like, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, yesterday I was there and I I just I got a, a I got a message and it was like just to let you know that we appreciate you as our pastor and father and we love you so much hallelujah Sandra thank you for sending me that message hallelujah alright so today I'm going to speak to you on the subject of the eight different types of love I may do just one or two. I don't know. But <laughs> if I do one, then I don't need series. I don't know. <laughs> yes. The eight different types of love. Hallelujah. I think it is important for us to understand the subject of love and to categorize it nicely and to categorize it well. Amen? Yeah. So the eight different types of love. All eight of them have nice Greek names. So by the time we are done with this one, at least your Greek vocabulary would have increased by eight words. Amen? Your Greek vocabulary would have increased by eight words. All right. I'm still debating in my head which one to start with. So 
<laughs> All right. She, she said what? The what? As when oh that one will come. Monto mobo. Yebe do hop. Agape. All right. I I know where to start from. I know where to start from. All right. So of the eight, I want to start with one whose Greek name is Philosia. P-H-I-L-A-U-T-I-A. Some say Philotia. Others also say Philosia. And this is love for yourself. Yeah. I believe you must start from Jerusalem before you move to Samaria and then you move to the ends of the world. Hallelujah. I noticed this is something we don't do actively. When we talk about love, we are always thinking about other people. How to love other people. But if you really examine, you realize that most people don't love themselves enough. And you need to cultivate this kind of love. Hallelujah. The Bible says, we should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your... And then it says, love your neighbor as yourself. Once it says, love your neighbor as yourself, that means there is something called loving yourself. Hallelujah. Most of our concentration when it comes to love is your neighbor, your neighbor, your neighbor, your brother, your sister, your husband, your wife, your beloved, your father, your mother. But today, I'm opening your eyes to the fact that you need to love yourself. You see, a lot of people's inability to find certain other kinds of love is rooted in the fact that they have not learned to love themselves. You see, when you don't believe in something, it is hard for you to market it. Even we as leaders, eh, there's a way, maybe there's an idea, you bring the idea, and it's being debated. When it comes to the time of implementation, it is unwise to pick the one who was against the idea. The one who was, didn't believe in it. No, this one, I don't think it will. Then you go and pick the person to make, spearhead the thing and let it work. No. So leaders, I'm giving you a, a leadership tip. Hallelujah. No, it's good to have different opinions. It is good. You can't all have the same ideas all the time. But as a leader, you will pick the one who believes in the thing to implement it. You will get better results. Because the one who doesn't believe in it, it's like the person now, it's like nika nika, you now have to wind the person to, 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 for the person to, you know, start moving. But the one who believed in it is like a relay race. Yeah. He's already on the run. Once he received the baton, pa, he's gone. Oh, the background is too silent. Give me something. Give me something. Something small. So if you don't love yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, you see, you, without saying it, you project a certain image or a certain aura of yourself and it becomes difficult for other people to also love you. Hallelujah. Today you will learn to love yourself. You, you must focus on yourself too a little. It's not all about other people. Hallelujah. There are a number of reasons why people don't love themselves. Number one is that they are not even conscious of the fact that there is something called loving yourself. But today I've made you aware of that. So that problem has been solved. Hallelujah. 
that problem has been solved. Once in a while, look at the person you see in the mirror and tell them, Charlie, you be guy. We are correct. We are correct. I, I couldn't have come out any different. Seriously. I mean, sometimes I imagine myself a little shorter than I am, <laughs> a little taller than I am, or fair, coco. Like, it will not be me. <laughs> it will not be me. This is me. This is how God wants me to be, and that is how I am. And I love it the way I am. Hallelujah. Oh, you must love yourself. You must love yourself. You must love yourself. Loving yourself, it spans a lot of aspects of, of, of your personality. Let's start with your looks. You must love your looks. You see, people have a predefined definition of beauty in their minds, which is not standard. If you ask, if you take 10 gentlemen and you ask each of them to secretly, like secret ballot, choose who the most beautiful woman in this room is, you will get, I'm sure you get 10 different answers uh, because everybody has this idea. Somebody wants them to like, like, you know, you must be an African. Some people do like them fair. Some like slim people, others who like people with a bit of assets. So why have you decided that for you to be beautiful, for you to be beautiful or for you to be handsome, you must fulfill certain criteria? In some cultures, the most beautiful women are determined by how long your neck is. The longer your neck, the more beautiful you are considered to be. Yeah. In another culture, how beautiful you are is determined by how expandable your lower lip is. You see, they have these plates that they, they put in your, they'll create a hole and put the plate there. So if you see someone with a very big plate, that means their lower lip is very elastic. And that is what they consider as beauty. If I show you a picture of such a person, they say, and, and, and the prophet you believe the most comes to tell you that that is your wife. Oh, <laughs> but for somebody, that is what he likes. Hallelujah. You have to love yourself the way you are. It's not everybody who, who can have long hair. Not everybody can have long hair. And some of you, you will try, you will try cream. Uh, you do this, uh, they say this treatment, that emba. Like yourself the way you are. Hallelujah. Like yourself the way you are. Like yourself. After all, under a uh, Brazilian wigs, uh, Mongolian wigs, uh, Madagascar wigs, and uh, now every country is doing weak. Togo cry, you get some there. Ah, after all, what? If you don't have it naturally, have it artificially. It is accepted. Just make sure you don't put on the same wig for nine months. How can you put on a wig for nine months? Is it a pregnancy? <laughs> 
Some people nine months and counting. That one is not correct. Hallelujah. That one is not correct. There are some people who actually look better in short hair than in long hair. When they put on the things, it's like, Charlie, it's not doing Papa Bia like that. You need to learn to love yourself. There are many people who have denied the world of what God has placed in them simply because they've not learned to love themselves and to believe in themselves and to believe in their abilities. You know, there was a singer. She died just last year. She's called Judith Deham. One of the best voices ever to have worked on the service of this earth. She used to sing. She's an she was an Australian. She used to sing um, gospel and folk music. She has one of the best renditions of the Lord's Prayer that has ever been 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 made. Very very good singer. And she was part of this four man team. They called themselves the Seekers. They used to sing a combination of gospel and Australian folk music. And they took the world by storm. I mean, those days we had the Beatles and those rock guys. They were dominating. They came and cleared all of these people from the charts. Singing things like the Lord's Prayer and I will not be moved and things like that. Like they took the world by storm. And her voice made the difference. The other guy, there were three guys. And she was there. And she sings so effortlessly. After a few years of being with the group, she just told them, she doesn't want to be with the group anymore. And the guys were surprised, like, ah. And her reason was that she didn't feel beautiful. She thought she was too fat. So she would rather live a private life than to be on stage singing for people to be happy. I sent you a picture. You show us Judith Deham. I tell you, is this a fat woman? <laughs> This woman, this woman says she's fat. She believes she was overweight and ugly. So anytime she stood in front of people, she's like she had to blank her mind from the people because she felt everybody was looking at her fat body and things like, is this fat? And you see, that is how the devil can program your mind to see yourself in a way that you are not. Today I pray in the name of Jesus that as this word comes forth, any image the enemy has placed in your mind about yourself, let it be shattered in the name of Jesus. And may God open your eyes to who you really are. May God open your eyes. She quit the group. 1968. Quit. Only God knows what they could have achieved together if she had stayed with them. So about 20 years later, they came together and just did some one concert. But you can, you can imagine what could have happened. People who are not singing like worldly kind of things, knocking rock stars off the top charts in the world. I'm not talking about even in Australia alone. UK, US, they were dominating everywhere. Only God knows what they could have done. But because of somebody's insecurity, somebody's inferiority complex, I pray that any inferiority complex in your life will be broken today in the name of Jesus. The Bible says Satan has blinded them. One of the things Satan does the best is to blind people. And I can assure you, many people have been blinded. You've been blinded to your good qualities. You've been blinded to, to the abilities, the, 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 the precious things, the precious gifts that God has placed in you. You see, when you doubt yourself like that, 
it is an indirect way of doubting God the one who created you and decided that this is how genetically you are predisposed to come out these are the giftings that I've given to you these are the abilities that are placed in you it is a doubt you are placing and I've said this over and over again the reason people feel inferior is that they are looking at others they are looking at other people looking at other people and admiring their strengths while you are forgetting that somebody is also looking at you and admiring your strength there's a way in which when something is your goal when somebody has it you feel the person has everything in this world it's like they don't have issues they don't have problems yesterday i went to speak to the um final years uh, medical school final years who are about to finish in about three four weeks one of the things i said was that see when you are preparing for the exam like that the people you admire the most in this world are the house officers it's like you see them and you're like hey this thing that i am now going to do that i'm afraid of you have done it and you have gone through it no the admiration is not for the professors it's the house officer naturally every human being is wired to ad- admire the one who has achieved what is their next level what is your next level when you see somebody who has it you have a lot of admiration meanwhile the house officer too is feeling sorry for himself and feeling sorry for herself because they are the bottom of the food chain like when we are considering <laughs> they are blood chasers thank you vampires professional vampires you go to pardon house boys house boys and house girls that is how they are but the final year medical student is looking at them and like charlie you have made it i'm telling you that look as you are looking at somebody and admiring somebody too is looking at you and admiring you your level now is somebody's next level it is actually somebody's prayer topic where you are now is somebody's prayer topic somebody's praying when we say next level that is what where you are that is where the person that's what the person is thinking about that is the person's prayer topic I pray that God will give you the grace to, to, to enjoy his goodness in your life. I'm not saying be satisfied and stay stagnated. No, that one too is not good. It's not correct. But don't look down upon yourself. The Bible says don't let any man despise your youth. Me, I'm telling you, you yourself don't despise your youth. Sometimes you don't need somebody to despise you. You yourself, you despise yourself. Stop comparing yourself to other people. God is fair. He gave everybody something. In fact, he gave everybody some things. It's not just one thing. He gave everybody some. Look for that thing and and be a master in it. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I keep telling people that if I had my own way, our educational system, I'll overhaul it. It is not correct. It favors people with intelligence in a particular direction. And intelligence is not just one way. There are different, different types of intelligence. Sometimes I look at things people can do. The other day, I went to the building site and I was watching the guys work. The kind of things they are able to do and solve, I'm like, what? If you give me a thousand years, this thing I can do. As they are building the wall and... And even what kills me, Kra, is when 
they put the wood plank like thin like that and they are moving the wheelbarrow on it and they are singing <laughs> me one foot there i'll start shaking and looking at the ground it's like i was standing there my heart was beating for them but they were fine a whole wheelbarrow filled with concrete oh, they are going to pour it and it's like a thin wooden plank even thinner than the width of this one wheelbarrow whistling and i'm watching their feet that Charlie, if this thing slips right now, I have to remember resuscitation. <laughs> Things I have not done in a long time. Intelligence is not only one direction. Intelligence is not only about your ability to keep information in your head and regurgitate it. It's not about your, your ability to analyze things. No. Intelligence is far broader than that. We need to overhaul our education system such that people's natural abilities are fed. That is what the Montessori system is supposed to be. But Ghana, when they say Montessori, it is a money collection adventure. They'll just say, when you say normal primary school, mm -hmm, they want to charge double of what the normal people charge, so they say Montessori. Meanwhile, when we really go into what Montessori means, people are not doing it. There are only a few schools in Ghana here that are doing the correct Montessori system. Yeah. That system is supposed to be able to identify people's abilities and teach them such that we all arrive at the same knowledge but the paths we take are different and it is carved according to your natural instincts and your natural abilities there are some people when they see chalk marker then they start feeling sleepy i'm sure there are a lot of you here like that it's only in class when the lecturer comes to stand suddenly it's like some spirit of slumber <sighs> you yawn and yawn and yawn and yawn the moment he leaves how many of you can identify with that? The moment he leaves, suddenly you are awake. And that spirit comes again when the next lecture comes. So then you are like, school wake Meanwhile, there are people who want to go to the lecture room early and sit in front. <laughs> Serious students. They love school. I hear David likes school. He, he likes school. <laughs> go early. Go and sit in front. <laughs> there are the people that when they, they, they finish giving the lecture and people are tired, they want to go. Eh, say, I, I have a question. I have a question. And when the lecturer has taken another 10 minutes to answer their question, say, follow up. Yeah, so last year, yeah, the assignment that you gave to us, meanwhile, quarter of the class having done it, and we were hoping the man would just leave quietly like that. <laughs> yeah, different people, people are gifted differently. Hallelujah. Yes. I've said it before that our education system is, is like asking all animals, rating all animals by their ability to climb a tree. If you decide to rate all animals, that you are a good animal, you are a bad animal. By your ability to, to climb a tree, who, who, who go be champion? Monkey go chop. Easy. Easy. Because that is the monkey's natural instinct. I was watching one of these wildlife videos and a lion was chasing a monkey on the ground. And you know, when you are watching such videos, you are rooting for the underdog. 
who happens to be the monkey. I was like, Charlie, go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. And it's like the lion was closing in until the monkey spotted the tree. When he got to the tree, started climbing on lion got there and said, ah, ah. <laughs> this one is not my territory. And the monkey was standing on the tree and doing things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, yeah. That's it. You have to play things into your area of strength. Play things into your area of strength. Play things into your area of strength. Sometimes I sit and watch African teams at the World Cup. And I'm like, we don't play to our strengths. Look, when it comes to natural strength and speed and things like that, the black man is naturally more gifted. Look at the history of 100 meters Olympics finals. The nine people who go to the final all the time, eight of them are blacks. They are gifted with speed. Oh no, now it's not only black Americans. So, so there are good Africans too who sprint and, and, and stuff like that. You know? Most of the people who can run 100 meters under 10 seconds, 95% of them will be black people. Go to the NBA. America. Black guys. So we go to the World Cup and we are playing football and we are not playing to our strength. I'm like, look, we should use our speed and our strength. Yeah, like, I'm wondering, let's play power. But you want to play into the hands of the Europeans and they will beat you at the game. They'll beat you at the game. Teach them to put the ball. Let's run for it. Let's run. <laughs> And when Africans play their kind of football, the Europeans can't stand them. Germany won the 2014 World Cup. Their toughest match was against Ghana. They were beating everybody. They would catch Argentina, give you four. They gave England four. Then when they met Ghana, 2-2, they nearly lost. Because our people were playing African soccer. What they learned at the coast, in the far park, raw football. Let's play. Let's play. Sometimes when you become too tactical, you lose your natural instincts. You are calculating things too much. Play it. Do it as God has placed it in you. Sometimes people become bad preachers because they want to sound like somebody. The person speaks and the voice is like, hey, so you come and take And you are looking like a caricature. Be yourself. Or you want to sing and sound like somebody. Maybe their key is not good for you. Find your own key and flow in it. That is when we will see what is inside you. Hallelujah. Play to your strength. Play to your strength. You see, when, when you, are, you, are, you, are, you are obsessed with being like somebody or sounding like somebody... When you go to stand in front of people, all your concentrating, concentration is on trying to sound like the person. It's like when you are a medical student and you don't go to the ward to examine patients and you think two nights before the exam, you can memorize the steps for general examination in your mind. You see, you've not done the thing. It's not a part of you. You must do it to the point where now it's instinctive. You don't think about the next step. When you go and practice in your room and you go and the examiner is standing there watching you with his wicked eyes. 
you realize that you are doing the thing, no, but your concentration is what is the next step. By the time you finish, you've examined the person and you don't remember what you found. Whether there was jaundice or whether the person's eyes were glowing like a witch. You don't remember anything. You don't remember anything. Play to your strength. Play to your strength. Don't try to talk like somebody. Don't try to sing like somebody. Sing like you. That is what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. You see, it's, it's different. There's something called transference of spirit. That one, you can pick somebody's spirit and you sound like the person and you flow that. And, but that one is, is, is natural. You don't force it. You don't force it. But when you have like, I must sound like this. I must do it like this. It becomes a problem. You can't flow the way we want you to flow. And so the virtue, see, it says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living. Allow the, the rivers to flow so that we are blessed by the rivers. Just, just let it flow. Let it flow. The fact that when the person preaches, he jumps around and you may not have the stamina the person has. Preaching is work, oh. You see how sweat has started coming. <laughs> it's work. You don't have a lot of stamina and you are jumping and saying, by the time you reach the middle of the sermon, you can't even talk again because you are not being yourself. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, be yourself. Tell the person, play to your strength. Tell the person, love yourself. Hallelujah. Let me stay on singing small. Let me stay on singing small. You see, I've, I've said this several times. If you've been in this church, I've said this, I've said this several times. That the backing is more important to me. Even Not that leading is not important. Let me, let me make a disclaimer. The one who leads is important. Very, very. Like you direct the direction, the whole thing. But the ones who implement it are the at the backers when I stand here and there's worship going on praise going on I'm listening to the backers more than the leader I'm telling you the truth <laughs> I'm listening to the backers <laughs> look the, the, the music directors and pastors if you come and see me I'll tell you the combinations that work well and the combinations that don't work well I, I know it all Baba. <laughs> if a combination doesn't work well it doesn't mean that people are bad though. no it's the combination some people sing in some key better and all of those things like this I'm not a music person but I'm a worshiper at heart so I understand these things the backing is more important to me than the leading. So if you are there, you say, hey, I've been in this church for six years. My back is up. Maybe that is where you are supposed to be. You see, sometimes we create natural progressions in our minds that don't exist. In our minds from here, it should be here. Says who? So if you remain a backer, then it means you have stagnated. You are not improving. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. They'll give the offering now. The offering. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
It's not. It's not. I've told you that this church, if I'm led by the Spirit of God to pick somebody who is not even in the leadership now to become a pastor, I'll do it. But I'm sure, maybe in your mind, deacon, elder, presiding elder, pastor, like that is the decision. That, that may be the organogram, but spiritually, it cannot, it may not be the same. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, the fact that you are an elder, that something like being a pastor is a calling. It's different from the structure that we have. It's not everybody who is called to be a pastor. <laughs> be there. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not everybody who is called to be a pastor. It's not everybody who is called to be a pastor. Hallelujah. The body of Christ is not where it's supposed to be because everybody wants to do the same thing. People are not striving to be unique. And today, I, I want to place a charge on you. Strive to be unique. Look for an area and be the specialist there. Be the best there. A place where you flow naturally. Not everybody can be a preacher. Not everybody can prophesy. In fact, in this church, we don't need more than a certain number of people who can prophesy. We don't. When you have too many people to prophesy to, it becomes a problem. This one says, God says A. This one says, God says B. Then we mix the letters and form a nice word. Then we move with it. Specialize in an area. Look, there are areas that need attention in the body of Christ. I was watching a certain video and I called Michael at home to come and see. When you go out there, the things we take for granted, the kind of detail, the kind of planning that goes into it. Things that we take for granted. Oh, this one gadget, you do this, blah, 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 blah. It's, everything has been routed into a computer and it's like even the lighting in the room, you can see like it's like a software representing every single light. So if I want to dim this one, I can touch screen. I just press this one and that particular light just dims and things like that. Like details. It's because people have dedicated themselves to certain areas and have become dons in it. Not everybody is eager for a microphone. Not everybody is eager to be a singer. That some of you, you have abilities, there are strengths, there, there are skills that you have that can be put to the disposal of the, of the kingdom of God. We need people who can specialize in children. They understand children at a certain level. We need people who self-educate themselves in, even in, in areas like marriage counseling. There are courses that people do, master's level, even up to PhD, marriage counseling. So we know that the church, when it comes to this area, you are a go-to person. I can't be jack of all trades. It's not possible. 
That's why in the Bible, the apostles said, look, let us appoint people to serve the tables and do the other things so that we can give ourselves to the word and prayer. Look for something that you can do and be good at it, be an expert at it. Maybe in the area of protocol, you can even, you can even, what do you call it? Invent a certain sub, what do you call it, within protocol. And it's like you, you are the champion there. You are the champion there. Everybody mustn't strive to be the same thing. Everybody mustn't strive, strive to be a prophet, to be an apostle, blah, blah, blah. We are all not called to do that. We are all not called to do that. Whatever you are doing, whatever you, you find yourself being able to do instinctively and naturally, do it and do it to the best of your ability. Research more about it. Read more about it. Watch videos on it. That is how you improve yourself. When I'm watching a preacher, I'm not just watching to be blessed. No, I'm picking things. I'm looking at things like how they progress from one point to the other. For those of you who are preachers, it's a very important part of, the, of your message. How you transition from one point to the other. You mustn't, your points mustn't be islands. Said so that this point is here, the other point is here. You have to jump. There must be a bridge. Say a bridge. Yeah, I will link the point. It makes your sermon flow. Reverend should have never said when you preach a sermon and you say, as I was saying four times, you have spoiled the sermon. <laughs> it means like you are doing back and forth, back and forth. If you say it four times, your sermon is bad. <laughs> your sermon is bad. I look at people, okay, how did he transition from this point to this point? Yeah, the Aquila, Aquila asks me a lot of questions about administration. And I mean, as he's eager to learn, I'm teaching him. He told me, it's like, when he goes to minister in places, and he's preaching the word, he's finished preaching the word, and blah, blah, blah. It's hard to transition from that into ministering to people. Like us in prophesying to people and praying for, and a lot of people have that difficulty. But it's a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill where you, the people can be laughing. Ha, ga, 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 ga. The next moment they are crying under the influence of the Holy Spirit. It's a certain way of transitioning. And you as the minister, you must know what stirs up that anointing in you. That is the key thing. You must know what stirs up that anointing to flow in that. Me, I know it's two things. Prayer or worship, the two. So you do a nice bridge. The time we realize we are in a different service altogether. That's why sometimes I wish I could raise the songs myself. If I tried, then the key, you know, <laughs> it is not doing. Yes, when I went to preach, I raised some song. I cut it short because <laughs> I was no Pastor Gideon or Joe or anybody for me to go and whisper. My usual whispering. Ah, he's clapping because he was in the meeting. <laughs> I didn't go far. The key I raised it, that song, you don't sing it in that key. I tell you, I sing in key. 
if you like it take it <laughs> if you don't like it you leave it hallelujah I always tell people I determine how good an organist you are by how quickly you are able to pick my key I raised the song the guy was doing ping, 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 ping. <laughs> by the time you got it we in the middle of the song say you need laying on of hands <laughs> you need laying on of hands but look everybody has something play to your advantage don't go and play into people's hands that is when you feel inferior to them your intelligence may not be along the lines every human being is intelligent every human being is intelligent So because you, you can't keep information, chew and pour. You see yourself and you feel inferior. Oh, darling God, yeah, it wasn't fair to me. Your intelligence is in another direction. Some people, they, have, they, they are intelligent when it comes to solving problems. So just, oh, look, this one, if you do it this way and this way and this way and this way, it will work. Intelligence. Those who are good with their hands. Yeah, I watch that people, I'm like, what? Charlie, can sew. Me, if you give me something to sew to save my life I'll say heaven should open <laughs> and let me go because I, I can't do it I'm not gifted in that direction I'm not gifted <laughs> I'll <also> see <laughs> look at yourself and look look it's not everybody who do degree it's not everybody who do masters it's not everybody who do PhD the doctor is not everybody who specialize Everybody. CMO. <laughs> but sometimes those, some of those people who are not pursuing the academic line is when you check their bank account, you realize that they too that is where they have been gifted. A card that you, you have to fast and pray, so see, believe God, blah blah blah. They just sign a check or go to the showroom. <laughs> just speak. Meanwhile, you after your name, many letters. The F's and the M's and the this and the that and the blah blah blah. B C H B K K K. There's one guy in our class. You know, we have a class speech and all of that. So those of us who have done further things and blah 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 and things like that. One day they said um, they wanted to have a class get together. He's always quiet on the pitch. That day he said, I will host you. <laughs> when the pictures were put on the page, I said, I understand why the guy wanted to host us. Me, I couldn't go. Hi! Meanwhile, this guy's serial MO, like. <laughs> <laughs> when they brought the pictures, I hey. <laughs> I'm sure those on the page were there, they're like, hey Charlie, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Suddenly you start being philosophical. <laughs> Suddenly you start being philosophical. Hey. Because when we talk about qualifications and academic progress, this guy is nowhere to be found. When he finishes, I don't do anything. I'm just there. I will specialize in making money. 
There's this guy, he's many years my junior. So one time we were speaking on, on phone. And he, yeah, he's, I, I asked him, oh, do you have any plans of specializing? He said, I was, I'm specializing in making money. <laughs> his Facebook post, today he's in Dubai with his wife. Tomorrow they are in Bahamas. The next day they are in the Maldives. He has taken leave without pay. And cruising around the world. Meanwhile, you the one that you have packed the degrees. That one trip. The savings you have to do. Look, tell somebody, play to your strength. Play to your strength. Play to your strength. Don't look at other people. Oh, the day I saw those pictures of that guy's house, I, mean, I was happy in my spirit. Yeah. He had never commented, oh, like when people are commenting, like, oh, when people pass exams and stuff like that, they place it, oh, congratulations, so, so, and so, and this and this and that. When somebody releases a paper, those kind of things, I say, never commented, he's dead. One of us was recently made a, a, a professor at UHAS. Everybody celebrating, hey, our first professor in the class, blah, 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 blah. And all of that, guy quiet, never comments. That statement, it has revolutionized people's mentality where that guy is concerned. I pray that you play to your strength. That those who look down on you, they will take a second look and reconsider what they think about you. I will host you. I will host you. And the cars that had been parked there, 90% of us on the page, in fact, 99. We can't even dream of it now. But multiples of them. You know that kind of way where there's some open garage being and just park the cars like that. Even the, the material for the pavement on the ground, if you know building things, <laughs> the pavement alone can host if they take one tile from the pavement it can host you can host you I pray that whatever negative image the devil has placed in your mind about yourself let it be erased today in the name of Jesus may God open your eyes this week to the strengths that he has placed in you the abilities that he has placed in you the gifts, the gems the, the, the precious gifts that he has placed in you don't allow anybody to look down on you but it must start with you not looking down on yourself don't look down on yourself don't look down on yourself sometimes we listen to people and what they say don't let human beings be your standard what is the definition of stagnation hey, you are not moving forward that, that thing, what does it mean? What does it mean? God has a different timetable for everybody. Read Ecclesiastes chapter 3. He said, For everything under the sun, there is a time and there is a season. And when your season comes, nothing can stop it. All you have to do is just to be in the will of God, just continue serving God, just be under the canopy of God. It's as simple as that. People look at other people 
You see, when you are running a race, especially a, a marathon, a long distance race, it's more of tactics than strength. Those who win, they know how to pace their run. It's not that when they start, some kid go, <laughs> at the time you read the middle, ah, you'll be asking for water. Tactical. Most of the time, those who win the first half, they are not in front. Those who are just running, they are running because they don't have any, any, any plan. People are running, so they are also running. <laughs> By the time they get to the middle, they start slowing down. And those who have paced themselves, now before, it's like they are now starting. I watched one Olympic Games, 10,000 meters. Then you go around the, what do you call it, the number of times. Hey, some guy started like, I said, hey, this guy, you break the record. <laughs> The way he was going. There's some guy from a, one of these Eastern, I think some Kosovo or something. We don't know your country to run long distance. It's Kenya, Ethiopia, those people. The Kenyans were at the back. Of it. It's like there were four Kenyans and they were running tactical together. This one will lead small. This one, among them, they know who will chop, who will be first. They know who will be second, who will be third. They run, so they know who is the fastest. But let's help each other so that all three of us will be on the medal podium. Kosovo guy was running. The commentators were like, hey, this speed, we haven't had it before for the first 400 meters in the 10,000 meter race. Let's see what he can do. Then we realized, the guy, <laughs> slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Then they realized, people came to pass him. To the extent that they overlapped him. So when the race was finished, he had two more laps to finish. But I salute his determination. He alone, the whole stadium. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Look, this this life is 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 tactical. You are at that place right that place right now where you are timing your kick. And very soon you get to the place where the cake will come in. And that is when your true potential will come out. I pray in the name of Jesus that this word will stir up something in your heart. It will stir up something in your spirit. From today, don't look down upon yourself anymore. God has placed so much in you. God has given you so much virtue. Don't allow anybody to look down on you. And above all, play to your strength and love yourself. May the Lord bless us. blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!